Hey everybody, today's podcast is the second in a series focused on iconic Minneapolis wintertime events. It's been really great editing these podcasts, being able to hear how Jody's been able to pull back the curtain a little bit and get access to some of the people behind each of these respective events. If you're in Minneapolis or you're planning on traveling down to the Minneapolis area, by all means, please check them out. And now, without further ado... Coming to you from Minneapolis, Minnesota, a conversation about the great and sometimes not so great outdoors. I'm your host, Lynn Melling. And I'm Jody Gruen, and we do this for fun. It's well known that lakes are a hub of activity in the summer, but did you know that Minnesota lakes are bustling with activity throughout the winter? Sure, there's things like snowmobiling, ice skating, and ice fishing, but there's something else. Festivals. The Art Shanty Project is a winter festival that takes place on Bidet Una, aka Lake Harriet in Minneapolis, every year like clockwork. This year is a little different for the festival, which is called the lake home for many years. Snowfall and warming weather called for relocation and an operation they call Project Beach. Artistic director Aaron Lavelle hosted me at the Welcome Shanty and offers you a sneak peek into the 2023 Art Shanty Project. Um, I just want to kind of set the scene for you a little bit. Uh, It's winter here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We have a lot of winter and outdoor celebrations. We really like to embrace the outdoors here. And I am sitting across from someone who might know this particular area of Minneapolis better than anyone else in the wintertime. Erin, welcome to We Do This For Fun. Thank you, Jody. Can you tell us, can you tell our listeners why it is that you would know this particular place so well? And maybe tell us what the place is. Yeah, well, we are currently on land um, near a body of water that is somewhat frozen (laughs) right now. Usually we like it more frozen than it is. Um, It is Bidet Uma, otherwise known as Lake Harriet. And I'm the artistic director of the Art Shanty Projects. And we usually do our festival on the frozen lake. And this year, it's been thwarted a bit. Yes, the ice is not safe after the big snowstorm, so we are initiating Plan Beach, and we're unsure throughout the park and along the lakeside. Plan Beach is a very clever, clever name. I laughed when I read that. I'm glad. <laughs> Did you come up with it? Um, you know, I am not sure. I okay. might have. I'm going to give you credit. Thank you. I I'll think, take yeah. it. I'll yeah. take it. You're the artistic director. You can take credit for everything, right? Um, not no, everything. No, no, no. I know. Not. This is very collaborative. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. Yes. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the Art Shanty Project, what it is, what your mission is, um, and what the what your kind of ultimate goal is for attendees. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, we started back in 2004. It was just two pals, two artists, Peter Thompson and David Pittman. And they were observing ice fishing culture on the frozen lakes. But as artists, what they were intrigued by is the fact that there are no building codes for structures on the lakes. And they thought, huh, we could make something really wild. So they built a shanty and it was an artist studio and they made art in it. 
And fast forward to now, you know, we've grown into a nonprofit organization. We have an open call for artists. You have to apply to participate to make a shanty. We pay artists. We give them money <laughs> to do what? it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And we're really all about embracing the challenges that winter brings. Um, we're all about community and exchange. We believe that art is for everyone and everyone's an artist. Mm. So our shanty artists that participate, some of them are professional artists. Some of them, this is the first major creative endeavor they've done publicly. So it just really is a wide span of people. And same with our audiences. You know, being public art, we attract people who want to see art, but we also attract people who just want to be outside, who want to be on the frozen lake or out in winter, who have curiosity because our shanties look Mm -hmm. really wild and fun and they are, you know, very eye catching. And then we all make art together. That's so cool. I also noticed, too, just in looking at the lineup, which I would really love to talk about. um, But one of the things that I noticed is that the shanties some wacky, colorful, creative, I mean, all creative, Um, but they also seem to attach themselves to critical conversations that we should probably be having um, and kind of seem to bridge, like, bridge the gap a bit and make those conversations maybe a little more accessible. Is that intentional from the festival? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, as the artistic director, I oversee a jury, a panel of people who select projects. So I don't get to decide everything on my own. Um, But we do have a set of criteria that we judge people on. And it really is up to this panel to decide what fits within our mission, our vision, our values and the criteria. And I think because it is a public festival that is known for being fun and joyful, a lot of artists submit proposals about things like climate change, Mm -hmm. about things like loss um, in an engaging way. Mm -hmm. Everything's interactive at Mm -hmm. our festival. So they come up with really creative ways to engage on these topics. Yeah, and two, just the element of fun Being able to have those conversations while having a good time, Uh, you know, sometimes those conversations can be a little rough and um, hard. Uh, So this just seems like such a great way to start talking about some of these things clearly that we need to be talking about. Um, Absolutely. And I know you're not the only um, organization that's had to change plans um, with regards to winter and, and and your big party here. Other places have had to make some changes. And I know that climate change was always on the agenda for you. Mm-hmm. Has that has the change and having to move things onto shore increased the need to have deeper discussions about climate change or even more messaging within the Art Shanty Project about climate? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, a couple of years ago, we had a board and staff retreat where we edited our mission and we included climate change Mm -hmm. in our mission for the Mm -hmm. first time. And so that was a turning point where we said, we're committed to talking about this and raising awareness about it. And, you know, one of the groups that's that's here this year, um, the group is called Fashion Disasters, and they're leading the Climate Walk. And the title of their project is Climate Walk on Ice. Uh. And I actually think, like... 
it strengthens their message it really does. that we are not on the frozen lake. Yeah. So I know that they were stressed, really stressed about it and trying to adapt and find ways that they could still be on the lake. And I said, it's not safe. We're mm. not inviting people out there. Use it in your message. Mm-hmm. And that group, I mean, I don't know if you've looked at the photos on our website. I have. But yeah. they have these outrageously giant costumes. And it's uh, the artists are personifying all of these climate disasters. So like there's a hurricane and there is rising waters and there's drought, et cetera, et cetera. Wildfire with these big, bold, absurd, colorful costumes. Mm. Wow. Super cool. Super cool. So um, let's get into it a little bit and talk maybe a little more specifically about what a shanty is, an art shanty in mm-hmm. particular, and um, maybe give some examples of what people could expect to see here. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. Um We do model them after ice fishing shanties or structures. However, those are very fancy. I mean, if you like, if you do a little search on Marketplace or something, there's some of them are like $30,000. So we're more old school about build it yourself, DIY, temporary structures. You know, we are a temporary festival in, you know, in other winters when we're on the lake, we can only be out there temporarily until the ice melts. So our structures melt too in Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a metaphoric (laughs) way. Um, So shanties uh, during the pandemic are now inside out, or um, I guess I'll say that audiences cannot go inside of them anymore because of sharing air and artists not being comfortable with, you know, crowds of up to 30,000 people over the festival. Um, So normally in the past, we've had shanties that you could go inside of, but now they're all, um, you can engage from the outside. So artists build them. They have wild imaginations. You know, we've had some very crazy structures in the past. This year, one of the shanties is in the shape of a giant tree. Mm. Um, So not not looking like a building at all, you know. And then we have other more traditional ones, like the boom box is shaped like an 80s silver, like cassette boom box, but of course, gigantic. Uh And bands will be playing inside and DJs will be spinning and you can be on the outside having a dance party (laughs) that's cool that's really cool so one that called out well one that I thought was super interesting and it's also because I misinterpreted what it actually was so I have um severe chap lips throughout the winter and you know what I'm gonna say yes um what's it called the chap chapsicle the chapsicle yeah the chapsicle of love and I immediately was like oh my gosh it's like botanicals for your lips like it's gonna be like these amazing products or something because I was clearly thinking of myself. But this is not a chapstick situation. Uh, no, this is a chapel of love um, shaped like giant tubes of chapstick. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> and you can actually get legally married there if you bring the paperwork. Um, the officiant is licensed to do such things. Um And you can also make other kinds of vows. You can make a vow to your dog or to winter or your best friend or the snow or whatever you want. You can make vows and commitments at the Chapsicle. Oh, that is beautiful. (laughs) I was thinking, oh, maybe it's like a recommitment sort of situation. But yeah, but to think of an intention or some love that you have for someone else or something else. That's really, really beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, what's another like wacky one that comes to your mind when you think of what you're doing out here? Um, there is <laughs> there's a shanty called um, shoot. What is the name? Hold on. <laughs> I might this, be able to tell you. Yeah, I no, no, sorry. The Shanty changed their name multiple oh, times. Oh, all right. This, okay. I'm going to start over. Yeah, start over. There's a Shanty called the Magical Menagerie, which is looks like a red barn, like a classic red barn shape, but it has magical animals. So there are sleds. Ooh. There are unicorn sleds you can ride. It's by the hill, actually, which is, you know, even better than on the frozen lake. Yeah. In that case, we were going to, pull people but you can sled down the hill in a unicorn sled now um there's a dragon you know all these magical creatures and um not just for kids like for adults as well yeah yeah that's what i was going to ask you is this a festival for kids for adults for i mean what who is this really for it's for all ages you know i think it started mainly for adults and of course those adults now are older and have their own uh-huh. children. <laughs> it's like this cool thing for a while and then it has to shift into, yeah. yes. But you know, we have all ages. We have many elderly people that show up. Mm-hmm. You know, we see three and four generation families that come together. Mm. So it's for all ages. And we really do want to invite adults to reconnect with their sense of play. Mm. And I think winter is the most playful season. Snow is an art material. Yes. Yes. (laughs) For so much. Yeah. And this podcast is all about fun. So Mm. this is like such a, a great a great thing for us to be talking about. Um, A lot of our listeners are seeking fun or maybe are like a bit fun deprived, like many people in society. And so this seems like a very easy way for someone here in Minneapolis to just get out, try something new, get outside Mm -hmm. some fresh air and experience something unlike anything else in this town or maybe anywhere. Does anywhere, anyone do this anywhere else? We might be the only ones in the world. Really? (laughs) I mean, it's hard to know, but yeah, yeah. I think that that's a really good point. We have a lot of visitors who come solo. Hmm. You know, definitely bring your family, bring a friend, bring a pal. But we have a lot of visitors who come solo because it's kind of the vibe and the place where you can make instant new friends. Uh You know, you're all working together creatively doing these activities at the shanties and you just start talking to people. Yeah, yeah. So I encourage... I encourage people to come on their own if they want. Yeah, that's been my experience coming to this before is you just start talking to the people next to you or like Mm -hmm. you're just in awe or that was hilarious or did you see that? I mean, there's yeah, there's a lot of a lot of things to connect. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of the shanties uh, and the performances, too, which we haven't talked about, but a lot of them encourage connection between strangers Mm. You know, I mean, it's public art. I love strangers. I love talking to strangers. I like being in (laughs) crowds of people where I don't recognize anybody. I think it's really fun. Um, But a lot of the artists are really into that. And they find ways through their projects to get people talking to each other. You know, I just read an article today um, about wellness in particular. Mm. And, you know, wellness so often is focused on food and movement and... um, 
you know, those like obvious mm-hmm. sort of wellnessy kind of things. And a lot of times it's things that you have to buy. And this article was in particular about community and how the mm-hmm. wellness, the wellness community or the, the wellness industry now is starting to figure that out, too, by creating, you know, like gyms are becoming these places where people call them church or, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Um, so community apparently is the space of wellness that mm-hmm. really a lot of people are missing. Mm-hmm. And. I think it's really cool that we could potentially find community, even if it's for one day, to feel good and to kind of just get a little bit of that little socialization that might have been missing a bit lately. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, I'm the biggest winter lover. It's my favorite season. I always want to be outside. But a lot of people are isolated in the winter. A lot of people stay at home. Maybe they're very happy in some ways being cozy but it is isolating Mm -hmm. and so we do provide instant community Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) definitely definitely so if you were a person who was going to come um what do they need to know you know if they're going to come here what's like the main couple things that they need to know about accessing yeah. The project. Well, we are located near the band shell, first of all. So that's a nice landmark for folks. So that's what you should aim for, okay. however you're getting yep. here. Um, we are public art. It's free. It's okay. free for everyone. We do take donations. Um, 60% of our income comes from individual donors, which is wow, huge. Is. And 80% of our budget pays people. So um, that's my little donation plug. But also you will you will be asked to give a donation Uh when you arrive. We don't turn anyone away. We don't expect it from anyone. Uh, But if you have a good time, give us give us a few dollars Um, in terms of being prepared for the weather. We have a lot of snow right now. So some of the areas are very deep. Wear mm. tall boots if you have them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wear tall boots. It might be slippery if you have yak tracks or something like that. Put those on your boots. And, you know, you all know wear layers. You yeah. might get hot. You might do froga, you know, frozen yoga and get hot and have to take some things off. Or you might start dancing in butterfly wings. Seriously. And you anything never can know. happen here. Anything can happen. Or you might start dancing at techno from the sun and really get in a groove and need to shed a layer. So mm, so we're some we're some good things underneath those layers too. Yeah. Get ready to show off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, since since this is Plan Beach, we are encouraging uh, playful, creative outfits. Huh, okay. If you want to wear any beachy vibes on top of your snowsuits, we welcome it. Cute. <laughs> cute, cute. Okay, so what if there's someone who's a little trepidatious Mm -hmm. and maybe like crowds are still not their thing Mm -hmm. is there a better time than others to show up yeah I would say first thing in the morning okay we open at 10 and usually that's when it's the most sparse and chill also on the really cold days that may not be your yeah (laughs) yeah. may not be (laughs) motivation enough for you but when it's colder we do see fewer people so if you have all those layers and you feel confident in the weather you know, there will be less people. Okay. And you're kicking off January 21st. Yeah. Which we're recording this um, a couple days before. Mm -hmm. Um, This will probably come out next week. Great. So plenty of time to get Mm -hmm. out, um, out here. And so when people leave, what kind of feeling would you like them to have as they walk away from the band show? Um, (laughs) I don't want to predict or prescribe any feeling, but... 
I can say from my observations, I've seen the biggest smiles, hmm. the most laughter, a sense of pride in community, joy, joyful feelings, um, but also thought-provoking feelings, mm. I think. I, you know, people walk away and think about art shanties often. I think that we build a lot of memories. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's iconic, I think, mm-hmm. to our area. Everyone knows about it. Everyone talks about it. Mm-hmm. And I think people from elsewhere are shocked. Absolutely. I went to grad school in Washington State, and out of all the things in my portfolio that I had previously done, the only thing anyone wanted to hear about was art shanties. Really? <laughs> because they thought it was wild. Yeah. I, I'm a past shanty artist, so before I okay. had this job, I had two shanties, but they just couldn't believe what we were doing. That's all they wanted to hear about. So we are unique. Yeah. Well, really embracing the Northern culture and embracing what what nature is giving us. And yeah. you're really doing that by embracing, you know, just being flexible and mm-hmm. making this happen no matter what. Yeah, exactly. We're committed to it. And as artists, we're, you know, creative problem solvers. This is what we do. It's the nature of what we do. Mm-hmm. So we had to switch very quickly, I will say, once we realized the ice had diminished so much. But yeah. We're here. (laughs) So can you tell us a little bit of like what the rest of the year looks like for you? So this happens for Mm -hmm. a few weeks in the winter. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have additional programming that happens throughout the year? Can people are there ways for people to get involved with you or anything? Yeah, this is our one annual program. We don't have programming on our own in other seasons. We do partner with other organizations who have festivals and programming. So sometimes you will see shanties pop up at other events around town in other seasons. Um, But yeah, this is our main event. This is what we do. We do work year round. You know, it takes almost a year to plan for this. So we are working on it year round. Right. I mean, especially with how thoughtful you are Mm -hmm. and that you're actually curating an event. It's not just you're throwing some art shanties out there. They actually are very intentional. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And... I think ways that people can get involved, follow us on social media. We post opportunities all the time. You know, in addition to the shanty artists and performers, we have local merch vendors who make things that we, you Mm. know, sell shanty swag. We need volunteers to help run the festival on site. Um, You know, we have a lot of other ways to partner with people and for folks to get involved. All right. Well, is there anything else that you think our listeners need to know? about the art <laughs> shanty project <laughs> i don't know you ask such great questions oh I, what a compliment yeah <laughs> i would say i think show up ready to have an adventure um we do put up signage and didactics and you can read about the projects on our website but really the spirit of the event is to show up and expect the unexpected oh beautiful Beautiful. Okay, get down here. Lake Harriet, <laughs> Bade Unma. Um, get down here. It starts January 21st and goes through February 12th. And uh, don't forget to have fun at the art shanties. We actually do this for fun, all of us. <laughs> oh, I'm doing this for fun. It's a pleasure to know you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Good to meet you. 
We Do This For Fun is supported by 515 Productions, a high-end video production business based in Minneapolis. The website is 515productions.com. And did you know that Jody is also a health and wellness coach? Check out her website at jodygruen.com. If you like this podcast, we'd love your support. Please rate and review us and hit subscribe. Learn more about us at wedothisforfun.com. As always, we welcome your questions and feedback. Email us at wedothisforfun at gmail.com. We'll be dedicating future episodes to answering your questions. So let her rip, whether it's about gear purchases or tampons and IBS in the wilderness. We do not judge. We promise we've been there, done that. Nothing is off the table. And thanks for listening. <laughs>